Hey, hey, I'm Stuckers. Josh here. Before we start this casual Friday episode, I wanted to casually ask you to please fill out the survey. We have a survey where we can get feedback from you and make this podcast better and deliver what you want out of this podcast. The only way we hear from you in podcasts is if you fill out the survey because uh, your phone doesn't read your mind and tell us what you think about things. So please take the survey. We promise it takes like two minutes or less and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a free 30-minute coaching session with me and Shell uh, as a reward and an incentive, if you will. So that is at www.unstuck.institute slash survey. Thanks. On with the show. Hey, hey, Unstuckers. Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host, Chell. Say what's up, Chell. Howdy, Unstuckers. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome to Casual Fridays, where we uh, take a minute to have a mini mastermind and problem solve, set goals, and keep the ball rolling on our own businesses. This week on the podcast, we talked with Brian Lovegrove, who is a uh, leadership developer and results coach. Uh, that episode came out on Wednesday. Uh, pretty pretty cool information there, so go back and check out that episode if you missed it. Uh, but here, today, we're ready for some Casual Friday uh, happy National Left-Handers Day, Chell. You come up with the most random days twice now. I Google it. I Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Today is National Left-Handers Day. So for any of you Southpaws out there, today's your day. Go out there and do big things. Me as a right-hander, I'll just, I'll do nothing. <laughs> we can still celebrate them. It's fine. I celebrate you from a distance, socially distance. Uh, <laughs> Chell, let's get to the pleasantries. How are you? Oh, shit. I'm pretty good. I'm throwing pens, apparently, but I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, good. it's good. it's technically my husband is off today, so I don't know why. Some type of day that I don't know, whatever. Anyway, I think we're going to go to a winery up the river and maybe spend the night at a winery so we can drink copious okay. amounts of vino. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Excellent. Um, would you like to get to business? I mean, are are you good? I want to check in on you too, boo. Oh, I'm I'm okay. I'm feeling a little under the weather, so I'm thinking I'm going to take uh, today. We're recording this on Thursday. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I'm take today off and hope tomorrow Friday is better. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But I'm not like dying. Wow. Did you hear that? My my dog like yawned like a Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park. Like I was. <laughs> That was new. Anyway, <laughs> let's get down to business. Uh, Chell, did you get your shit done this week? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking did. So You fucking did? I fucking did. So okay. I had to finish, I think it was at least 50%. No, I think it was all of module four. 75% of module four? It was all. I had all. Dude, so module four helped me create this new thing that I want to talk about. Okay. But I'm not going to, I'm just going to sugarcoat that. Or we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, I got through module four and it was a doozy. But um, yeah, I'm excited to where it's going to take me because I'm actually excited about this. If I haven't said excited mm -hmm. enough in the last 30 seconds, I'm excited. And then the other thing, I believe there was just two things, is brainstorm um, what videos to add to course and like kind of just revamp that and make a plan for it, which it did. And I started recording some of the videos. I started re-editing some of the videos that I 
can't do on my phone, so I have to use my husband's PC Ugh, uh. to do it. But it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you? So you, you got your shit done, so I'm not donating your money to the National Rifle Association. Accurate. Okay. Okay. I had to make a follow-up tracking Trello board so that as I reached out to people, I was automatically reminded to reach out to them again. Uh, cool. Did that. Um, and I was supposed to reach out to five, at least five websites or local businesses to, to pitch my, my stuff by mostly doing a website audit, which I done did. So that means you're not donating uh, $50 of my money to the American Nazi party. So suck it, Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chell, now that we, we know we're not donating money to hated organizations, um, <laughs> we'll, I'll put 10 minutes and two seconds, like we do here, on the clock for you to tell Perfect. us about uh, Module 4, I suppose, and whatever else that you need this week. Yeah, Go. so module four was basically all about putting together your offer, which I've done in the past. And I mean, it was seemingly for an audience that needed it, but I never actually did market research like before I created a product for it. So I, I've taken all the correct steps this time and I haven't like laid a finger on creating a course. So I feel good about this. Um, I've changed my direction a little bit. I've mentioned this, I think to you, Josh, I may have mentioned it here on the podcast, um, but working with dietitians, I think is a better, is a better niche than working with busy parents. So mm -hmm. dietitians specifically who are in private practice, because then like me or like any entrepreneur, they're going to have a little bit more of a flex flexible schedule. So they'll be more apt to like hop on a call at 10 a.m. if that's when I choose to have them. You know what I mean? Like they can just block off their schedules. So for me, flexibility wise, that's huge. For them, that's going to be potentially an ROI for them, right? Like if they're learning these new skills and guys, I haven't really invented the reinvented the wheel here. I'm still teaching the same things. It's just to a different market. Um, so I spoke to a dietitian friend last Saturday and I was like, do you think that there's even a need for this? And she was super stoked about it. Um, having not had any culinary backgrounds, like she enjoys cooking, like she grew up cooking uh, with her family, but doesn't like have a, like a firm foundation and isn't really sure how to communicate that to her clients. So I think that's the three pillar system or like three prong system that I'm going to approach it from. So communication to their clients about, like cooking and those topics still incorporating flavor and how to build flavor and like working with different herbs, spices and whatnot. And then the cooking skill set itself. So cooking methods. So based off of all those three, I'm creating a, I've created an offer already for it. Uh, now I'm market researching. Uh, so Monday and Wednesday next week, I have about 18 phone calls booked back to back to back to back to back with Ouch. 18 dietitians. <laughs> yeah. With 18 dietitians, uh, I'm hoping to get a few more. So I'm, I'm still going to reach out this weekend to people who haven't given me a yay or nay yet, but I reached out to mm -hmm. like 35 or 40 people and mm -hmm. to get 18 to say yes, that's fucking huge. So I've never, I think this feels right because I've never had such tremendous success in this way. And I've also never like felt good about reaching out to people for market research. It just always felt mm -hmm. schmutzy, but this actually feels aligned with like, I don't know, it just feels right 
which is really cool. And I don't think the last year, nothing has really felt a hundred percent on point with what I was doing. There was always something I was a little schmutzy, like felt a little schmutzy, you know? Well, it's like you're serving your community, right? The community you come from. Yeah. Um, you're, so you know them well, you know, this audience incredibly well, mm-hmm. which means you, a have connections, you have people to call. Yeah. Um, and B their response, the fact that you have 18 booked, cause you tried to do this with uh quote unquote busy moms, not too long ago. Right. And you got yeah. maybe one and they stiffed you or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, to have 18 and you know, probably there'll be a couple no shows, but you're, you're looking at way more than one. Dude, right? Yeah. So I think that that's already a better sign. I think the next portion of it, though, and that's within module four, like she gave us a breakdown of of like what questions to ask during market research. But I want to throw a couple just like bounce a couple off of you as well. So what I was coming up with. So some of these dietitians are private practice. Some of them are still working in the hospital setting. So my Mm -hmm. thing is, if you're if you're in the hospital setting or if you're working for someone else, your schedule probably isn't as flexible. So I think already off the bat, they're probably not my target audience, but I want as much feedback from people as possible. So I think asking a question along the lines of like, if we were to do like a mastermind call, like give me two or three times that would work for you. Would you want to be in a mastermind? Is that something that you would like desire in to like get feedback off of other people, other dietitians. She has some like very overview questions. As long as you like phrase it like, Hey, in relation to X, Y, and Z topic, like what are you struggling with? What are your biggest frustrations? And if I can narrow those answers down, that's, what's really going to help me figure out their, their pain points around like working with clients and then being able to communicate the turning something from a, like a recommendation into like a practical thing that 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 their client can cook. So Mm -hmm. I think it, I think maybe where I'm getting hung up a little bit is I'm focusing on their frustrations that they're feeling about their clients versus their frustrations with their lack of knowledge. But Mm. I think that's also going to come a little bit more clearly through the market research and what they're, what they're telling me that their frustrations are. Right. I think that makes sense too. that. Um, a professional of any kind probably doesn't want to hear, are you afraid of what you don't know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I'm a professional. They have some, some ego about it probably. Um, yeah. So they probably n- just automatically go to my problems with my clients are. So if, if that's, I mean, you'll see on the calls, but if that's where their language is at, you know, just parrot that and, and see if you can tweak it to, what if I can show you how to deal with said client problems and you are still teaching them what they don't know, but, but you're, you're letting them gracefully uh, blame other <laughs> you know, if they need to. Exactly. And if, if they talk about what they don't know, great harp on that, but whatever they say, you'll find out in the market research, right? Yeah. And then I think the other question, so my business coach reviewed this like offer document for me and she says that I'm not charging enough. I was, I planned to do it for six months and I was going to charge $600 a month, which amounts to about $3,600. And that's inclusive of taxes. So I would get less than that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I calculated out like taxes if I had like the whole 10 to 12 people in that like cohort and it's like $10,000 in taxes. It's nuts. But she was saying that for something like this, I can probably charge close to $1,000 a month, which 
would be awesome, but also makes me really nervous. I think, though, because they could see an ROI on this, that it can be worthwhile. So I really just need to hone in on the fact that, like, they can differentiate themselves, like, from doing this. They can, like... They, they can be different than, I don't know, Sally dietitian down the street. I mean, this is literally the reason that you worked with me is because I was a chef and dietitian and I can help you make your food taste good. So mm-hmm. I think like that example is going to be really important when communicating that to them. That being said, oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> well, real quickly on that, um, <laughs> definitely use like my story because you're going to tell them through that you're going to communicate their their ROI, right? You're going to say yeah. I'm going to teach you how to stand out from the crowd, which is going to result in more phone calls. So it's not unlike my SEO turn, right? Um you're going from busy moms, would you like to learn how to cook to dietitians, would you like to know how to make more money? And yeah. a class in making more money is always more valuable. So I think I think that's good. Um I don't know if you want to say it's it's normally a thousand dollars, and this first round, this founders circle round is six hundred, yeah, or eight hundred, um, or it's normally two thousand dollars, and this founders circle round is one thousand dollars. But I agree, if you're if you're getting that targeted in niche mastermind with other people, not just you, and all of that value, then you should be getting some return on investment. So it should be an expensive product. Yeah. So I guess kind of just to put it into perspective for the mastermind that I'm in, I'm paying close to nine a month for a year, every month. Spending how much? 900. Yeah. Wow. So, and there's so much value in it. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, it's scary, but I think I can charge that much. Yeah. And I think, you know, like you said on this podcast before, you don't undercharge because then you're going to like know your worth because then if you don't, you're going to resent them. Right? Yeah. If you're getting 600 a month and you're like, yay, but then they call you every day because they have questions. Yeah. You're going to be like, I did not charge enough. But if is is the price point a thousand, if it is, then it's like you're like, I'm happy to take care of you because you're paying me this much and I am set for the month. Like, I don't have to worry about money. Yeah, I'm just here to take care of you. And if it's a grand, then I can send them like little fun things like every month. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can send them like fun little like kitchen gadgets that they can use or maybe a really nice knife instead of like that shit knife that they have. I don't know. So, I mean, totally. I think at that price point, like you can I can like send them cool shit. So totally. I think that that's something to like noodle around a little bit just to really add value. And then the last bonus piece of adding value is the killing it in the kitchen course already exists. So I'm teaching the dietitians to be able to communicate this to their clients. So if they want to, they can do like cooking demos. They can create a course or two options here. They can, yeah, I know. I know. I see where your mind is going. They can either use my course and then they get like, they sell my course for me and then they get a percentage of it or I can white label the course and then they can sell it as their own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But obviously Absolutely. like all of the wellness Cucina branding on there, like I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? It'll be, I, I guess I can't white label it and 
put wellness Cucina stuff on there, but I don't know. We'll figure that out. I'm a little bit more partial to the first option where they would get a percentage of it because then that's residual and it's not just one time fee, you know? Yeah. I think you do the first option because it's already built. It's no more extra work for you, Mm -hmm. right? Don't reinvent the wheel. If you're talking to somebody and, and it seems like they might be interested in a white label, you can offer it. But, um, and you'll have to see, like, does white label mean I give you all the scripts and you can film it yourself because you, Sally Dietitian, want to be the face of the videos? Ooh, yeah. And and then I give you all the documentation around it without the Wellness Kachina brand? Or does it mean I re-record the videos without saying a company name? Which, yeah. you know, you do it once, you can use it for everybody. But if I feel like if 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 somebody offered you this, you would rather be the face of the videos. Oh, yeah. So, right? Yeah. So, because you want to continue to build that relationship with your client. So, I think your white label could be could be that. Like, yeah. here's the package and you have licensed the package and you're allowed to use it. Um, or you can point people to this and, and I give you a commission on every sale I get from your clients. Yeah. Which I think to start to go, out, sure. the commission is going to be sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a couple more things I wrote down here. Um, one, love that you're niching down because busy moms is still a very large general population, yeah. but dietitians. Not, so not only like, do you want to feel better about your cooking at home or do you want to make money? Um, yeah. Are you a busy mom or are you a dietitian? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, so they're gonna they're gonna really feel like you're speaking directly to them. So that's great. I would send reminder emails if it's not already built into your thing to on your marketing calls next week to yes. increase the the showing up. Hundred percent. I would I would worry. You have a lot of great ideas. One thing at a time. Yes. Right? You've already got the course, so let that be an easy kind of commission sales thing like you're talking about. Um, but if you want to do the white label thing, do it later after this is successful. Oh yeah, totally. Right. And if you want to do, um, if you want to do like dietitians, private practice dietitians now focus on them. Yep. And then if this is going well and doing really well and from your conversations, you know how to tweak it for in a hospital dietitians, then you can do a whole course launch speaking just to them, Yeah. which is niching even further down and making them feel like you're speaking to them. Right. I think that's it but that's very exciting yeah i'm very excited for you i think it's going to be a lot smoother you it's easier to, like you said the other day it's easier to convince people when there's roi yes absolutely 100 percent uh, oh and the and the sending people shit is crucial i love that um i'm i'm thinking of doing the same thing i don't know exactly what i'm going to do but for seo packages when yeah. i get clients like in order to retain them forever I'm going to send them shit in the mail from time to time. Oh, yeah. Not just like a PDF, but like a here's a useful thing. And I think for you tying in, like, I don't know how you plan to do the whole mastermind, but if you tied in like this month we're focusing on X, here I'm sending you a tool Yeah. for X. You know, if you're talking about knife skills or whatever, send them a knife, then they're going to be like, holy crap. Yeah. And of course, at $1,000 a person, you can buy a few things over the course of a few months, right? Yeah. But, 
I think everyone's used to these online things like, and here's your free PDF guide to how to send out an email. And it's like, I guess that's valuable, but like, holy crap, here's a physical object yeah. that they sent me, you know? I mean, dude, think about it. If there's 10 to 12 people in the course every month, they're paying, I'm getting $10,000 every month, right? Like in theory, I think I can afford to spend like 60 bucks on knives for 12 people. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. I, it's going to be fucking awesome. And I'm super stoked about it. But plan that into your price point, right? So if each yeah. individual's got a thousand dollars over the course of six months, no, 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 a month. Yeah, right? <laughs> over the course of six months, um, you want to make sure that your uh, like how much of this needs to go just to you to 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 fund Chalestina's personal budget, yeah, um, and live your life, and then how much of that is like cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna set aside this much for marketing the next one. I'm going to set aside this much for, um, for knives and shit, you know, yeah. but yeah, at a thousand dollars a piece a month, you're going to have plenty of budget to work with. If you can just sell this one, this course. Yeah. I think you can, you've already got the response, you know? Yeah. If you're reaching out to 30 people and you got 18 people responding, that's very exciting. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, on this high note, what about you, dude? I'm going to put 10 minutes, right. two seconds on the clock. I really appreciate your insights. All right. I'm excited for you. I just want to stick on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm also excited for me. I've got, I've got uh, a success story as well. Yay. Uh, as I mentioned, I reached out to five people. What I've been doing is uh, I've been driving around, noticing vans near me <laughs> and trucks that have <laughs> company names on them and saying, hey, Siri. Remind me to Google so-and-so when I arrive at work. Yeah. And it's working great. I go to work and then I, I look up their information. Um, I see what state their website's in. Um, and if they have a website, some people don't have a website. You oh, know? wow. Or like Google is staying at all. They just have like a Yelp page. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. wow, hard to find you, buddy. So what I've been doing is I've been reaching out as long as I think I can help them. So if they're like, you know, there was one huge agency that just looked like they really had their shit together. And I'm like, I'm not going to waste <laughs> my time with them, you know, yet. I need to build myself up to get to a level where they might talk to me. But, yeah, um, for sure. But the people who don't have a website, I'm like, I don't have a website to audit. So I just sent them um, messages. So I don't like cold calls because I'm always really annoyed when I get a cold call as a yeah. business owner. I'm like, I'm busy right here. I, I answered the phone because I thought you were a customer. You know? like, yeah. So I'm sending out messages of just like, you know, I found a tree service and I was like, hey, can you handle, you know, five to 10 more tree trimmings per month? You know, something leading like that to talk yeah. about the ROI. Um, no responses from them yet. And then I sent out a few website audits, the full video like we talked about last week. I cool. just go through everything, send them a video. Nice thing about recording a video on Loom is it tells you not only someone watched this, but it tells you how much of it they watched. Oh, wow. Which is real sweet. So I sent them out, um, and the last one I sent out on Wednesday, I think, was like end of the day, like five o'clock. I sent this last one out, and he watched it and called me within half an hour. Holy shit! <laughs> and he watched one hundred percent of it. Uh, wow. You know, ten minute video. And so we have a meeting next week with Magdalene and myself. We're going to go over his business. He sounds, 
he's got like five different websites and some of them are like, well, I sell this product for a cleaning thing. So they gave me a free subdomain website. Right. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so you're scattered. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I looked at you in depth and I'm talking to you on the phone and I still don't really understand what you do. So we're going to have a meeting next week where I can find out like exactly what he does, cool. clear it up um, and tell him how I can clean it up so that people can find him. But he's basically a carpet cleaning service. Um, been in business 20 years, did it as a side hustle for a long time, recently been doing it. And he was like, I had a guy do SEO for like three months and I got maybe one call out of it. And I know it takes a long time, but I'd love to have like a guarantee. And I know it's hard with SEO, but I was like, yeah, you should get more phone, phone calls than one in three months if yeah. you're doing it right. <laughs> you know, for for your type of business, the, the local service-based business, it should really be pretty easy to get you know, a good handful of calls in those first few months. And yeah. then you're you're getting a handful of calls every month from there on out. So he was saying all the words I know I can sell because I'm trying to do the three-month money-back guarantee. If yeah. you don't have you on page one for one of the search terms, by month three, money back. And so, so yeah, he's using all the language that I've been hoping to pitch people with. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, good. I think I can get this guy. So yeah, we have a meeting next week. I'm very excited. And what that means is I reached out to five companies and one responded. That's a 20% return on in, on time investment there, Woo! you know. So I'm happy to do that forever, you know, if, yeah. if that continues. So I think I'm going to continue doing that. Um, try and do like five companies a week and see if that 20% holds or thereabouts. And if it's anywhere near there, it's like gravy, you know, take an hour of my week to get a client to have a meeting with me. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So I'm very excited. Nothing's nothing's official yet. We're going to have that meeting next week. And then uh, Magdalene is killing it in BNI. We just had our third uh, proposal meeting with somebody in the group. Ah. Um, so I actually have to work today on getting a proposal out to them. And they're looking at website redesign, logo redesign, and SEO to get their business going. So... We'll see. I just pictured like a Looney Tunes, like with the money signs, like in their eyes, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I am, um, I'm very excited to do that because, you know, I was telling somebody last night, another business person I was talking to, um, and I was like, if I can just get like even just three SEO clients, that stabilizes my income that I can count on, you know? Yeah. Like I know repetitive income to a level where um, I really have a solid foundation to go out and do a lot more things and mm -hmm. and care less if honestly if somebody calls me for a computer emergency yeah you know it's like uh, I have a sales meeting and I have this $50 fix <laughs> you know, like yeah. yeah I'd rather sell another SEO package um, I mean I'm still going to do computer repair don't get me wrong but like Right now, it's like the only way the business stays afloat is Josh answers every freaking call he can. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. and so it'd be nice to get to a level where it's like, oh, I just fix the computers I can. I don't drive myself crazy or overload myself. And um, Magdalene runs the show between me and, and other contractors on SEO and we're good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. I feel like I feel like we're really close to getting at least one. Um Dude, signed up here for weeks of building the plane as you were flying it i feel like you guys have a really good rhythm down yeah 
yeah, we're, we're figuring it out slowly. And we got a new logo, which I shared with you. Yeah. Working on that. The other thing I'm doing is, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'm trying to also figure out how the computer repair side of things can be a little more stable income like. Mm -hmm. um, and there's two models for computer repair. There's what's called break fix, which is what I do. It breaks, you call me, I fix it, which is great. It's lucrative, um, but it's completely inconsistent. Five people could call me and need me right now in the same hour, you know, yeah. <laughs> and and nobody could call me for a week. Um, so there's the MSP model, which stands for managed service provider, where I monitor their computers. I'm updating them, checking on them, fixing little background windows errors and shit every week. And they pay me a monthly fee to do that. And some of them will do, well, a lot of them, most of them, I think, just do like, here's the flat fee. This is all your IT needs for, for labor anyway. And if your computer goes down, we'll be out there and it won't cost anything extra. Right. Yeah. But some people will do, here's a fee for maintaining the computers. And anytime you call me, there's an added charge, hmm. which is not ideal, but yeah. um, I can see how some businesses are small enough to feel like, yeah, what's the minimum that just helps protect me so I don't call you so often. Yeah. So I might offer kind of both. Um, but I think I'm going to really push the the full service thing. I've always shied away from it because I don't want to be on the hook. Like you call me and I'm out there if I'm busy. You're yeah. like, what am I paying for then? You know? Yeah. But now I'm getting to a point where I've got enough contractor technicians around and stuff that I'm like, you know what? If I can lock up these contracts, I can hire. Yeah. And then we'll have enough availability to, to do it. So between SEO and managed services on IT, I'm looking at just kind of stabilizing the income. Hell yeah. In two different ways, which should really give us a solid base to do everything else we want to do. <laughs> Dude, I mean, then that just brings you closer to being able to make mags like legit full time. That gives you exactly. less like craziness of, like you said, having to feel like you have to answer the phone every two seconds. So exactly. Yes. So I had I had a BNI meeting this morning. And as it so happens, I had the 10 minute talk today during the meeting. So I just talked about that. I was like, your computer's going to die um, for sure. The gate, I said the gates principle is that it will definitely die at the most inopportune moment. So what is your disaster plan? You know, and most people are like, I don't have one. And I'm like, you need these services to make sure that your business keeps running, you know? So I'm looking at not, not so much individuals because they can handle it. Like they don't want their computer to be down, but they, they can handle it if it goes down for a day. Yeah. But a business could shut down and lose money. Yeah. Right. So we want to make sure the business is just rolling no matter what. And even while we repair technology. So yeah, that's the hope. And that's the timer. Dude, I, <laughs> Just because I know the people in your BNI group, I like have a couple mm -hmm. of ideas of like who would probably be interested in that. So I mean, just keep saying it, right? Like, yep. say it, say it again, 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 and yep. maybe in eight weeks you'll have a a bite. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've been talking about cloud backups for like eight weeks, and I got a good handful of clients out of it. So yeah, and plus, not only them, but they all know people. You yeah, know, they know other businesses too, and so that's the point. Totally. <laughs> so I'm like, um, I'm hoping that, um, you know, by the end of the month here in August, I'll have at least one or two clients on either side that are paying a monthly fee. That I'm like, cool, I can now count on that. I have to do that work every month, and for this amount of income, done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah. 
So, all right. Um, you have anything else than that? I mean, you sent me a logo separately, but is there a business card color that you're gravitating towards more? Yes. I also like the ones that you like. <laughs> Pink, orange, and yellow. Yeah, I sent, I sent Shell, dear listeners, I sent Shell like a five six different business card fronts as we're i'm making a business card for mag so she can go to bni and have this new first click um uh website i need to build this weekend <laughs> um, <laughs> so i sent her all these images and i was like i was just making a business card but then i realized it's just it's a digital marketing company so it should be like big and bold and and eye-catching yeah and so i've got like a bright pink one with a blue mouse on it which looks real nice it doesn't sound interesting but it looks real nice <laughs> and a bright yellow one with a, a pineapple on it that one's i'll put cool. it up on our instagram you guys can vote on it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm leaning towards probably doing one for mags okay. and a different one for me so cool. that if our cards are around town they catch different people's eyes at different people's times yeah or at different times yeah. um yeah, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, I sent it to I sent all of them to Mags, and I was like, "What do you like? It's gonna be your card." You know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, trying to do eye catching. Yeah, I didn't give you any feedback on the other side of it, like with your information. But like you just said, it's a marketing company. Make that shit stand out. Make it bold. Make it not computer yeah. IT techie. Right. You know. Yeah. Have fun yeah, with it. Totally. Totally. And maybe try and use the same fonts if you have, if you know the fonts that your, um, that your logo is in, try and use those same fonts. Yeah. I just got them this morning, so I'm going to adjust to that for sure. Cool. But good call. Yeah. All right. Goals for this week, Chell? <sighs> uh, I want to hash out the questions for market research because uh, that's going to be a big part of my week next week. I just want to make sure like I have the list, but like we just talked about today, I just want to add a couple of those questions in to make sure that I'm on track getting the right information from those phone calls and using it well. Um, and then by the end of next week, I want to have the videos that I did already completely re-edited. And that just means like mm -hmm. adding in visually stimulating images and videos. Because that mm -hmm. was one of the responses that I got was that it's it's not as visually stimulating. So I'm adding in hmm. some uh, some stock videos and it's fine. It's it's a lot better than just staring at my face the whole time. So, <laughs> well, there you go. That's yeah. good. Uh, cool. So market research and re-editing, huh? Yeah. What about you? I'll write it down and I'm going to hold you to it. All right. Uh, for me, I am going to. God, I don't want to. <laughs> but I, I now have a domain, a name, and a logo, which means I need to make the first click nm.com website. Yeah, you do. So I think I think that I'm gonna break it down into baby steps later. But that is my goal for you next week. Is I will have a pretty website for you to uh, tell me how to make better. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, with that, dear listeners, this has been Casual Friday. It's been super casual because we're excited and we go over time on things. Uh, if you have a question for us on Casual Friday, you can email us at unstuck.institute at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at unstuck.institute. If you haven't already, you've heard it before. I'm going to say it again. Please uh, fill out our survey. It's the 
only way we can get feedback from you on how to make this podcast better. You can find that survey at www.unstuck.institute slash survey. It should only take a few minutes of your time and you will be entered in a drawing to win a 30-minute coaching session with me and Chell. We'll talk about your business, your website, anything you like. See you next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. Be excellent to each other. Bye. Bye, Unstuckers. Today meaning Friday, not today meaning Thursday. Just pulling that curtain behind. Pulling the magic curtain behind.